Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, the only healthcare marketing podcast that digs into the digital strategies and tactics that help you accelerate growth. Each week, Cardinals experts explore innovative ways to build your digital presence and attract more patients. Buckle up for another episode of Ignite. What's up, everybody? Excited to have you all here with me today. Alex Mabrio, CEO of Cardinal Digital Marketing. I've got John McAlpin, our SEO director here at Cardinal, and we're going to have fun today. We're going to talk about something you don't hear on a lot of healthcare marketing podcasts. We are going to talk about link building. John, welcome to Ignite. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Let's talk about link building. Essential component, and everybody has read somewhere that you need to build links, but many wonder, does that happen like accidentally, or do I like go to do something as a medical practice? What is link building as it relates to most medical groups, your multi-location orthopedic, dentist, orthodontist? Like what, what is it for them? Let's just talk about the straightforward definition. Link okay. building is the practice of getting another website to link to you. The next question is, why do we want to do that? Yes. Why do we want to do that, John? <laughs> uh, two reasons. One, uh, we want users to find us from other websites. Because if you put out a website with zero links, how is anyone going to find you? And two is we want Google to find us. And link building is one of the ways we get Google to discover our site. And the more sites that link to us, the more trustworthy and authoritative our site becomes. Okay, I got you. So it's important for Google's eyes and to draw in potential patients. So let's talk about different types of links as it relates to our multi-location medical group. Like talk about the different types and then we'll talk about how do we go get them. What are some examples? It really depends on context because context of links mean a lot. So when we're having, especially multi-location healthcare, one of the baseline links we always go after first are actually citations and directories. Think your Google My Business, your Yellow Pages, your WebMD, all your profiles out there. That's the baseline. That's still considered link building because you're getting your business profile listed places. And Google looks at that for consistency and quality and make sure that you're actually a real place. Okay. Stuff like health grades and all that. Should they be getting profiles for all their providers and locations on Google, RateMDs, VitalZocDoc, all that stuff? Important for links, right? Absolutely. And get all your, if you can't get your providers listed, some of them are paid, some of them are not. Go after your free ones first. And then if you're going to pay for a directory, at least make sure it's in your niche and and they actually have users going there. Okay, niches get your riches. So we got the directories. We need to make sure we're on all of those. What's next? What do you go after next? So it, that depends on what stage you're at. Um, whether you have a new website, you're established, you have PR, and how much content you have. There's a lot of different areas you can approach. Gotcha. Let's assume we're a newer website. Okay, new website, no content. Like I said, directories are always the first ones you can go after. Next. You get if you have no content and you're a new website, you gotta do your research. Look at your competitors, see what types of links they're getting, not where they're getting, but the types. You'll notice that uh, you'll start picking up on their strategies, whether they've developed tools, whether they're doing PR, whether they're doing forum link building, or if they uh, are doing podcasting. There's a lot of different types of strategies out there, but in the very early stages, directories and research. What about like if I'm a orthodontic group and Atlanta, Georgia. Should I be reaching out to like the local high school and sponsoring them to get a link on their page? Like, is all of that, is that relevant enough? Do they all have to be relevant links? Does networking within my community for links help? A network of links is is okay. So when it comes to relevancy, there's different types of relevancy. There's niche relevancy and localized relevancy. Yeah, it's great to get healthcare links 
from other sites and things like that. But a localized link in your area can help Google understand where you're located and give you a little bit more authority in your local area. And so sponsorship links in moderation, absolutely. A chamber of Commerce and things like that, localized areas, local news press, absolutely great links to get. What about top docs? Top docs, winning awards, all those top docs saying yeah. best of, is that useful? Google doesn't look at those as a sense of, oh, this must be the best doctor, but it's super relevant to them saying, hey, this is a site listing doctors as a reference. Absolutely going to trust this site. How else can I go feature my doctors? I'm trying to think for low medical practices, what else they can do. Linking yeah. up, providing content to maybe the PCP that refers them business. Sometimes even your previous universities have directories of especially doctors and lawyers. A lot of them have their own uh, university links and getting those .edu links are great as well. And here at Cardinal, you guys have been running really innovative link building campaigns too. Talk yeah. about some of that. I guess blog posting, the byline articles oh, you yeah. guys are getting for... Um, so guest posting in industry publications. We work with a lot of great healthcare groups and education groups that have real rock stars in their organization. And we're able to use and provide industry insights, case studies, clinical research, and hard facts to these industry publications and do guest posts to get great links there. And those get them exposure and make it easier to get links in the long run and earn links organically as in other people discovering that content and linking to them using the same quotes. So important. And you had mentioned PR earlier on. Is that for the bigger groups to engage digital PR? What's the difference between that and regular PR? What do you, how do you see that for the more advanced groups? So I've seen PR for both established and new businesses. It depends on where they invest in. And there's PR from the sense of getting on the news and big publications. And then there's PR with getting local roundups. As in, and a roundup would be something like, say the Dallas Morning News has 10 best new doctors in town or something like that, or 10 best bars in town. Um, and they'll show uh, all of those featured areas and get links to them. Um, that takes PR to network with journalists and get that kind of exposure. And PR does not always mean national. You can do PR local mm -hmm. and things like that can definitely help you get some great, powerful, both relevant and local links. Best kind of links. I wish more groups signed up with local PR companies and stuff. There's only so much we can do on the web, but mm -hmm. those are actually the best links. But that's where SEO comes into play though, Alex, is when you have PR, they'll get you the press, but journalists oftentimes don't think about links. And sometimes they'll have policies about not linking, but sometimes they'll just not even think about the link. And the PR company says, hey, we got you the press. We got your name out there. That's all we care about. You're absolutely right. It's a good point. I like to train clients. And I did. I learned this myself a long time. Before agreeing to any byline article, to any feature in the news or whatever, you say, we're going to need a link to our brand when we do this interview. Is that okay? Absolutely. And clients need to start thinking that way so they don't do any PR or any kind of speaking, nothing without agreeing to a back. Yeah. I just had a, a new link uh, last week where one of our medical schools uh, they were listed in a bunch of medical schools in their area and no one had a link and they were actually a partner and we were able to reach out and say, Hey, we are representing the school. We know we're partners. We love working with you. And we noticed that uh, we used to have a link here, but we don't. And it's an, uh, what we call an unlinked brand mention. And we were able to secure a link on this page with all their competitors listed, but our client had the only link. Yeah. Infographics guides useful at all. Still, infographics, they're difficult because you have to produce them and find something unique and actually produce them. But once you have the infographic, really easy to get links because they're useful, they provide value, and a lot of people want to link to them and use them and link back to you as the resource. Okay. 
Good. All right. So it's important, but you got to do something with it. Don't just pay to have it made. Yeah. You got to actually have some kind of outreach. So what we did today, small practices can do it by doing their local outreach to the referring providers and awards and speaking engagements for their providers. They can also engage with an SEO company and those people will go find links for them. So there's lots of different things, but important to do. Would you say like when you get a new site, a newer practice, building out their on-site content or link building, which one more important? Let's assume they don't rank well. It's a chicken and the egg. You can't ha- you can't rank without links because I mean you can rank, but not as easily. If you right. just had content, you could rank number one, but it would take you so much longer. You still need links for that authority. It's still a major pillar of yeah. SEO. Yeah. But no one's gonna link to you if you don't have any content. You need both. That's right. And and to figure out what content you should be writing that's gonna be linkable, where do you go? Any sites that help? So first I look at keyword research and then competitors. See uh, what kind of links you're getting, what pages are getting linked to, what content's performing well, what are you, and then keyword research. What are the users looking for? What is something that yeah. no one's done yet? Yeah. I, I Sometimes I'll go to forums, Reddit, Quora, all that stuff, see what people are asking about. But there's lots of tools. What's your favorite SEO tool, John? Let's tell everybody. For content ideas. For content ideas? Uh, honestly, Google. Google. I do Google, and then the people also ask. I'll ask a question and dive down that rabbit hole. Uh-huh. There's a new tool that just is in the stage between beta and launch called Also Ask. We were using that for a long time where it graphs out the, the line of questions that people would ask in order. But I just got out of beta and they're in, about to launch it for the paid version. So it's unavailable at the moment, but you can get the free version just going straight to Google. One of the best keyword research tools there is. All right. I love it. John, we talked about link building and content, how medical practices can accelerate their rankings increase by generating good local relevant links. Thank you for joining me on Ignite. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ignite. Interested in keeping up with the latest trends in healthcare marketing? Subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating and review. For more healthcare marketing tips, visit our blog at cardinaldigitalmarketing.com.